Hello and welcome to PIM's podcast. Property ownership, not unless there is a property crash, is the answer when I speak to people classified as Generation X and a generation before that, the Millennials. For listeners unaware, Gen X are people 26 years and below, while the Millennials are within the age category of 42 years of age. When you ask why they believe they will never own a property, you'll get answers like, Look at the current property prices. I cannot get a mortgage because I have no savings. I don't earn enough money. I carry a lot of debt. Or the most classic and maybe most relevant of late, look at the current interest rate. It keeps on going up. No chance. Well, during this podcast, I'm going to explain, educate and provide you with some facts that might make you think again whether your reason or excuse of not able to buy a property is accurate. Let me start off that I'm not surprised, neither judge anyone, of which thoughts are in line with this pessimistic outlook of home ownership. We all experience the overall cost of money that has gone up from a base rate of 0.1% in March 2020 to 4.25% today. The temptation of effectively free or cheap credit has been too tempted for most that were able to access this joyride. Luxury homes, holiday cottages, buy-to-let investments, a cheeky second car for the weekend, bring on the credit cards, store cards, second mortgages, it's party time. Here we are, three years later. The buy-to-let portfolio is no longer providing a return. As a matter of fact, It has become a massive expense. Then that holiday home that you bought during the pandemic, with all these travel restrictions you didn't make much use of after all. Now, with the rising cost of living and the rising interest rates, surplus to requirements. Not to speak about the second weekend car. 5 litre V8. How exciting with these rising petrol prices and the finance at the time. Look too good to be true. Well, no longer. We're all very happy to share our misery during birthday parties or events. We talk about the Brexit, the global pandemic, now high inflation and rising interest rates. Well, and that means crisis management. It's being witnessed in your behavior and in conversation by friends and family who are very happy to spread the word for you. And then you relate that immediately to the property market. It's about to crash. And in case people don't hear it or didn't hear you, not to worry. We have the media amplifying your message on a daily basis with newspaper headlines, news flashes, and in talk shows. And here you are, classified as Generation X, or maybe still a millennial renting a property, dreaming of property ownership feel kind of overworked and underpaid while watching the latest movie on your Netflix subscription, on your latest iPhone or tablet, while waiting for your delivery meal to arrive at your front door of your rented studio flat in a trendy London district, thinking, how can I ever buy a property? Although the above is a generalization and might upset a few in today's cancel culture, It could, however, be a message putting you one step closer to buying your first property. I'd like to take you back to 1979. 
Some listeners might remember it. The incoming administration of Margaret Thatcher. Setting the interest rate at 17%. Yes, 17%. To tackle the steadily rising inflation, which sat at that time at 14%. The average salary at that point was £302 per month. That's £3,600 per year. With an average property price of £23,287. High inflation with mass unemployment. Skyrocketing interest rate. What do you think happened to the house prices in the UK? It rose by 4.5%. But as inflation was high, there was a correction on that net value. The average interest rate from 1971 until today, 2023, is 5.42%. Which is pretty much currently available as a mortgage rate buying a property today. In order to buy a property today, you are required a 5%, preferably a 10% deposit to even qualify for a mortgage facility. With an average property price of £290,000 sterling, taking into consideration that the average gross income is £1,950 per calendar month, or £29,600 per year. That's 9.8 times income. With lenders often not stretching further than five and a half times income, an additional deposit is often required. You can also decide to relocate and commute as about 45 minutes from London, there are lovely properties available around £160,000, putting you on the property ladder. It might not be that trendy London district, but hey, you own your own property within a commuter distance into London. Back in 1980, you could borrow a maximum of two and a half times income, which meant that you had to provide a staggering 60% own money, or deposit as we know it. Mortgages were only provided by building societies, which were financial organizations which pays interest on investments by its members and then lends the capital for the purchase or improvement of houses. Although the gap between income and property was smaller at the time, you had to provide six times more own money to even be considered for a home loan. The main price correction which occurred in the 1980s was the privatization of social housing and the liberalization of the mortgage markets. In hindsight, we now know that properties have gone up by a staggering 1150% since 1980. So yes, property ownership has provided capital appreciation and simply wealth among us our parents and our grandparents, but making the 1980s one of the most lucrative decades to benefit of capital growth. But let me bring you back to today, where millennials and Generation X are hoping for a property crash or a price correction as they strongly believe that this will help them to climb the property ladder. First and foremost, for a crash to happen, we need to see three things. A downturn in the economy. Tick. Rising interest rates, tick, and a lack of property demand. Uh -uh. This is where we have a problem. We have a chronic shortage of properties here in the UK. Well, with that chronic housing shortage, there won't be a crash. But yes, a price correction of 5 to 10% could be realistic. However, as lending criteria will become tougher during a downturn in the market, how do you see as a first-time buyer you can benefit from a falling property price? 
the cost of acquisition is likely to be far more costly than the actual property saving, so be careful where you wish for. What I hope have been valuable in this podcast is that you make a clear differentiation between the choices of lifestyle you make versus the actual property market. I'm convinced that you can own a property by making the right choices and be consistent and persistent. The stereotypical lifestyle image you might envy and where you're confronted with on your social media channels will not get you any closer to owning your first property. Neither will you by just listening to your influencers, your friends, your family, who are providing you information on their thoughts rather than their research and in-depth knowledge about the subject. 40% of people rent property, 60% end up owning property. That number has been steady over the last 50 years. The choice is yours, no question about it. I'm of the opinion that there is a strong sense of entitlement among people categorized as Generation X or Millennials. Having set the rewards of working all your life very, very hard as their bare minimum, their starting point. This logically leads to disappointment, with a record number of people suffering from mental health issues as a result. You want to buy a property? Plan ahead. Be disciplined. Stop finding excuses and blame the things you don't control or will ever have an influence on, like politics or the economy, but rather focus on what you can control and make some decisions. You can shop at low-budget supermarkets. Sky, Spotify, Netflix, Apple TV can become free view. You can work some extra hours. You can do without that car. You can live outside London. Yes, you can cook yourself. You don't need the latest smartphone and you don't need designer clothes. You don't need to impress anyone with that meaningless stuff. If you aim to impress your true friends and family and loved ones, invite them over to the home you managed to buy through education, discipline, compromise and hard work and pay it forward. Thank you for listening and don't forget to like and subscribe.